Evan and Christmas, of course, are terribly important seasons, obviously for us as a church, but even culturally as well, since it's part of larger traditions in a sense as it takes root in, throughout the whole world. And these two seasons especially, in a sense, give us great structures to kind of in a sense define our lives, even hopefully give us hope. And this last Sunday of Advent as, as well provides us with these readings that kind of deal with old and new, Old Testament, New Testament, old and new traditions kind of coming together as well, providing hopefully new structures. Mary, in a sense, is, of course, the new Ark of the Covenant with that Ark lost so many centuries ago. And that Ark, once again, is coming back to the people, especially as we hear in this great visitation to her cousin Elizabeth. You can say, in a sense, that a great joy is now being returned, not just, of course, for the Jewish people, but for all people to partake in, that this new Ark of the Covenant, this Ark, in a sense, is right here, right now, can never, ever be taken away from us again. For those who study the Psalms, Psalm 132 kind of talks about how King David hears of Bethlehem, in a sense, hears of that missing ark, the ark that wasn't with him. And of course, they probably find it possibly close to where Elizabeth and Zechariah are possibly living in Judah. We don't know 100% for sure. But in a sense, as we await Jesus' birth in Bethlehem, we're, we're of course also preparing for his death and resurrection in Jerusalem. But in a sense, we too get to be in the great presence of the Ark. Of course, the Ark of the Covenant was part of God's first covenant that promised to dwell with them. And there were the Ten Commandments and remnants of their journey in Egypt and out of Egypt. And over time, of course, that Ark is then placed within the temple in Jerusalem. That, of course, becomes the, the focal point of worship, even up into Jesus' time. This is the great focus of religious activity. Of course, if the temple destroyed, the ark being misplaced and possibly destroyed, that's lost to them forever. Does that necessarily mean God's disappeared? No. But it's, of course, why Pope Emeritus Benedict once talks rightly about that the true ark of the covenant isn't just that ark. The true ark of the covenant is a living, real person. It is the Virgin Mary. It's a great reminder, as he would say, that God doesn't dwell in a piece of furniture. He ultimately dwells in a person. And, of course, we venerate and honor that person whose heart is the ark, which is Mary. That's why John the Baptist could leap for joy. That's why we can no longer, in a sense, say God has departed from us because there is no chance of losing the ark anymore. Ark of the covenant, in a sense, the new covenant, responds to us, hears us, and prays for us right now, even in this Mass. And what's more, because Mary truly welcomed Jesus within her, allowed herself to be overshadowed by the Holy Spirit, she welcomed within her the living word of God. So in a sense, she received all of God's will. She received God's truth. And since when we receive Jesus Christ worthily in this Mass, that's in a sense what we're saying as well. We're allowing the Holy Spirit offered in this holy sacrifice of the Mass through my hands as the priest to transform reality itself. That Christ is present on the altar. Christ becomes present within us when we say amen to the body and blood of Jesus Christ. That's the reality. Every single one of us here, in a sense, becomes an ark. We become this person capable of receiving God's will, God's truth, these amazing gifts. And we have an opportunity in a very profound way to share those gifts with so many people. Yes, as we kind of reflect and as Christmas draws near, old traditions, of course, are coming back to life. And, of course, we have our own individual family traditions that we all do. But those individual traditions, in a sense, 
pass away over time. They get transformed. They will be lost in a certain sense. But with these new traditions God has given to us, there is not that chance. They don't simply become old furniture that could be taken away. They cannot be a temple that is destroyed because it takes heart and root in real people, actual people. That's the reality of what draws us here today. It's a beautiful thing. What we worship, what we see, and ultimately what we consume, and what God does in terms of consuming us can never truly be taken away. So my brothers and sisters, this weekend as Christmas approaches, we have a great opportunity to take old things and in a sense make them new again this week. It's an amazing thing. Just as John the Baptist can leap for joy, we too can do that as well. And not hopefully just on Christmas Day, of course, but every day of our lives, this opportunity to be one with God as God tries to truly break forth and enter into the lives of ourselves, our families, our friendships, our work, our school. That's the reality of what God has done. So hopefully we can truly believe what we have heard today in this Mass, what we hear every day of our lives, how God is trying to speak to us. We can literally, quite literally, carry Jesus himself as arcs of the covenant. We can carry him out to all those in our lives of faith. And that's a great, amazing gift that God humbles himself, allows us to be part of. So today, let us truly become the arcs of the covenant. Let us truly receive Jesus worthily into our hearts so we too can go forth and share the good news, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ freely so that all of us and all those we preach to can truly rejoice with him forever in heaven. Amen.